Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of A Different Identity. want to let you know before we get started that this show is being brought to you by our good friends and media partners at May We Help You Radio. My name's Lawrence Jackson, and you know I'm always joined by my controversial counterpart, author Pamela Mintz. Listen, folks, each week we share insight, we share perspective, but most of all, we share our experiences. And why do we do it? Because we want to show you the value of doing things differently. On this show, we believe that when you know better, you will do better. And better is exactly what we want you to be. Better in what you see, better in what you believe, better in what you hear, and guess what? Your better starts today. So once again, it is time to talk about it on this edition of A Different Identity. Pamela. Yes, 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 yes. What are you another doing Thursday, over there? Another Thursday, another Thursday. So anyway, let me remind you that we have a very interactive, not just an active, an interactive Facebook page. It is entitled A Different Identity Radio Talk Show Page. We invite you, you, and, of course, you to go and find that page tonight, right now. Send a member request and join us because if you enjoy the banter that takes place between Lawrence and I every Thursday night between 8 and 9, you will love our over 3,000 members that are just as opinionated as I or just as Joel Osteen as Lawrence. So if you enjoy that, then we invite you to send us a member request right now and join the fun. We also welcome your comments, your suggestions, and just your plain old feedback by, by way of our email at a different identity at gmail.com. Lawrence, let's get started. So, folks, um, for those who um, are on the line with us tonight, again, I want to say thank you. And so um, we have a special guest tonight that I'm going to introduce in in just a moment, but I kind of want to give you um, a little bit of the backdrop, and I'm going to make it quick um, as I can. But I was listening to the Tom Joyner Morning Show, and there was a segment, and they were talking about Cardi B and Offset and all of it with with Jackie Reed uh, called Inside Her Story. And they were talking about the um, cheating, basically. And that's something that we really haven't talked about too much on this show. Pam and I did it early on. But cheating is not something that we really kind of got into. And so uh, this lady comes on, and her name is um, Sherry Riley. I want to make sure I say that correctly. Um, she was presenting these points, and I it just as I was driving, my my ears, my eyes were wide open. This lady said some really really interesting things, and I really want to, um, I wanted to have her to come on and talk about it. So as I was sitting at my desk at work, I sent her a notice that I want you to come on and continue the conversation. And guess what, y'all? She is here live. Uh, and in living color to continue this conversation. So without further ado, I'm going to bring her on so we can get the conversation going. Uh, Everyone, please help me welcome Miss Sherry Riley. Welcome to A Different Identity. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hello, Lawrence. Hello, Pam. Very nice to connect with you guys. Thank you very much. 
Absolutely. So I want to just jump right in and, and again, um, just continue this conversation. Now, you, you made some points um, when you talked on Inside Her Story um, about cheating. And, and so Offset did this huge production where he came on stage um, basically begging uh, Cardi B to take him back. And so, you know, as, as a part of tonight's topic, so we're, we're talking about please take me back. And so for somebody that is dealing with uh, cheating or something where they recently broke up with somebody, what things do you suggest that they do? Well, the one thing and I, that I always say when I, I'm, I serve as a life strategist and I, I work with my clients about personal development and their overall life is every situation is unique in, in its own reality, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the first thing that I want people to know is you can't base your reality or your truth or your relationship on what happened with your mom, what happened with your sister, what your best friend said you need to do, what your cousin said happened and what they need to do and how they handled it. Um, you really do have to assess where you are in the relationship. So as I shared um, on, as you referenced the Times on a Morning Show, the first thing you have to do, I, I believe, and, and I really have seen the work, is a separation, and that separation isn't just oh I'm breaking up with you oh I'm you know we're done. It's more of you and that person creating the space for you to uh, if you're the violator to assess and take responsibility for what you've done, and if you are the one violated against to really assess what do you need to do, how do you need to heal to figure out what those next steps are. So do you think that people do that? Assess, the whole assessment. And and I, I say that because I know Pam's going to have something to say. Um, but really? Of course they don't. Of course they don't. That's why they Yeah. Of course they don't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, I tell people all the time, there's the, the, the 10% that are healthy and awake and get it, and there's the 10% that could care less. Uh, and then there's the 80% of us in the middle, <laughs> right? Okay. That we we want to do right, but we, we don't know. And um, so, no, do most of us assess? Uh, it depends on our level of maturity. Does a, does a 20-year-old assess? No. Does a 30-year-old assess? Not completely. Does a 40-year-old assess? You would hope so, right? Does a 50-year-old assess? Only if they've grown and matured and made hard decisions to get them to a place of, of maturity to assess. Um, so one of the things we have to do is just narrow the dialogue because what happens is and why the, it can get to be such a heated discussion is because the conversation is so vast. Even in the conversation we had yesterday morning, um, we had to be very intentional in narrowing it down. Who specifically do we want to address? Well, We wanted to address how do women really get empowered when they've been violated against. And we had to be that intentional in who we were speaking to because there's a hundred different stories. I worked in the music industry my, you know, my, my beginning of my career. 
people would always say, what's the best way to get into the music industry if I'm an artist? And my response was always, if you talk to 100 artists, you would hear 100 different best ways to get into the music industry because everyone had a unique journey. And so every relationship, now are there some commonalities? Yes, there are some commonalities. Um, But we have to be very intentional and specific and directed in who we actually are talking to because, you know, there's so many different dynamics that go into uh, infidelity or when a relationship has been damaged through cheating. So So does everybody, does the majority of people assess? More likely not, uh, not in that big bucket, but if you narrow it in to a particular age group or a particular, you know, you may get a different different response. So this is where me and Pam fall out is so I, I, you know, like women, I hear women say a lot that I'm just taking some time to get to know myself. I'm just, I I took a year off of dating and I didn't date anybody. And, And during that time, my question is, well, what, what did you do? Mm-hmm. Can, can you touch on and that a little bit? What, what should you be doing or what does, yeah. you know, because, again, that's a very broad question. Well, yes, I've, I've been one of them individuals that I did. I um, and, and many of my clients have, many of my friends, male and female, not just, uh-huh. just female. But what you should be doing during that time period is really um, – if you and if you have had some broken relationships, um, looking at your family history, you know how how did you grow up? What was the examples of relationships, and what were the examples of marriage? Right? Did you grow up in a household where your parents were in the same home? Did you grow up in a household where your parents? touched and cuddled in front of you, you saw intimacy? Did you grow up in a household where your parents knew how to communicate and communicate healthy, communicate with that ego? So the first thing is assessing what is the foundation of what you know for what relationships are, and that is that your truth. So, for example, your mother may have come from a broken relationship and been telling you your whole life, men ain't no good, every man's going to cheat, have your own, be your own woman, you can't depend on a man. But you may get to 21, 27, 30, and realize that was your mother's story, but does that really resonate for you? Is that your truth? And so, for me, I had to grow to a point in my life to go, you know what, I'm an interdependent woman, meaning I'm not independent, and I'm not dependent. I want a man to open the doors for me. I want to fix the plate for my husband. I want a man to cover me mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally. But I also am a career-minded woman who knows how to make my own money. And so for my father, my father couldn't stand the fact that I fixed the plate for my husband. But that's what I wanted to do. But my also my father groomed me to be able to take care of myself and never be in a relationship because I had to be. And so the process of that time of getting to know yourself, the first thing is assessing what is really your truth and what are the truths that came from your upbringing. And then the second part that you have to do during that time is 
really getting to know what do you want? What is most important to you? One of my stores and good friends, we went on a trip a couple of, about a month or so ago, and she said, I need 100% of what I need in relationships. And what she was saying is that that core for her, the thing that matters to her most in her marriage, she needs 100% of that. But the other stuff, I may not need 100% of that. So, for example, she may mean I need 100% communication and transparency, and that's what I need in my marriage. I need my husband to communicate with me, to be transparent with me, to be able to talk to me. Now, she may not need him to make the most money. She may not need him to, to, to clean up around the house. She may not need him to do those other things at 100%. But I need 100% communication. Now, somebody else may say, I need 100% of financial security. I, I need a man that makes more money, and I need 100% of that. Someone else may say, I need 100% of a man who is a present and active parent. I need 100% of that. But they may need only 20% of him cleaning the house. So in that time, you got what's most important to you in a relationship, not what's most important to your friends, not what's important to your family, what's most important to you. Well, you have to assess that for yourself. And then the third thing is, Do you even know who you are? How can a man love you, know you, care for you, treat you the way you want to be treated when you don't even know who you are? What makes you feel confident and and empowered and courage that you need just to do what you want to do and be who you are? Are you confident enough to speak your own truth to yourself so that you can speak that truth to others, right? So the, the value of spending that time to get to know who you are and what's important to you, I 100% support it. Now, if you're doing the work. Now, if you're just single for a year, you're not doing the work, and then you jump into a relationship and you're the same person you was four years ago, then, you know, all you did was just not date for four years. But then you really do the work to get to know you and be solid in who you are. Hold on one second, Shari. Let me see if Pam got something to say. Nah, she don't. I, I just want to make sure. I did. Shut your mouth up. Shut your mouth up. Hey, Because Pam. you know what? So, hey. Hey. So, so Lawrence, you know, Lawrence is, is lived in, um, he lives in Christendom, so I say. Ooh. And he's in the old thing. But Ooh. with that being said, you said something very powerful that I say to Lawrence all the time um, in the beginning, and it was about how a woman has to be honest with what she really, truly wants, that she can be interdependent. I love that word. I love it because oftentimes we hear um, by way of the radio show or by way of the Facebook page, Women wanting to be one or the other, but not simultaneously, not realizing that they can be that one person to that one man, and it's okay. They don't have to live mm-hmm. by somebody else's rules through a relationship that is theirs to take hold of and live that way. So thank you, Sherry, for straightening out Lawrence for me tonight. So I might not have to do much work. <laughs> that is that is so about right. 
But Sherry, I want to touch on something else that you said, and, and you said it so plainly. You said what I wanted, and and sometimes even in that particular that that sensitive space, after you you know the 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 relationship has been violated, you now start to talk to people, and you talking to your girlfriends, and you saying, well, what should I do? Um, Sometimes I think that we take on too much, and, and so we're asking people, "What, what should I do?" And and now they get a chance to give you an opinion. Oh, I would, you know, bust the windows out of his car. I would, you know, do all of these different things. But that's if that's not who you are. That's not the core of who you are. I understand the revenge part of it. I understand the hurt part of it. Talk about that because you talked about it on the on the interview about control and manipulation. Can you touch on that a little bit? Yes. So um, many of and then it's kind of two different dynamics. One you just said as far as how we react and being authentic mm-hmm. in our own voice and our own action, and then the second part is the the, the control and the manipulation. And um, so the point with the control and the manipulation is a lot of times people equate that with love, right? So a man may equate, oh, if she, you know, if she, cut, you know, busted the windows in my car and, and called me and cussed me out, oh, my gosh, she's loved that. She, he equates that to love, you know, because if she didn't love me, she wouldn't give me all that energy. Well, that's control manipulation. That's unhealthy. Or like in the situation with Cardi B and, and Offset and, you know, this big grand gesture that he made. Or mm-hmm. back in the day when Kobe, get, you know, the $4 million ring or yeah. whatever that grand gesture is, um, a lot of times, you know, the woman may feel, oh, my God, he, you know, confessed his love for me in this big grandiose way. He must really love me. But that that could really just be control and manipulation or that man who grew up with his dad telling him like yo you know if a woman really love you like you know you don't know if a woman love you because she has to fool for you right (laughs) that but again you know that's control and manipulation remember the song lauren hill sing and she said you know you 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 don't act like you love me it's like you you don't want to be with me then when i leave you're going to hurt yourself so i can stay Right? right, control and manipulation, that's not love. Um, but a lot of times we grow up thinking those are the same, and they're not. And so when we don't know who we are, back to the earlier point, and then those girlfriends come in and say, well, girl, look, I would, you know, key his car, and that ain't even who you, that isn't what you want to do. But because Damn. you don't know how you're supposed to manage yourself, you don't, you just, Follow the information that you've been given. But when you know who you are, when you're solid in who you are, you won't make decisions that don't align with your own truth. Good stuff, good stuff. So so what if he says, hey, I'm sorry, please forgive me, I made a mistake, come on, you know you love me, you know you miss me, you know you care about me. How How are we accepting in those moments? Well, it's like I said, you know, yesterday is there's, you know, there's many telltale signs when it's absolutely over. And like I said, I don't 
speak to whether a person should make a decision to stay or go because mm-hmm. every situation is unique. You don't Different. know yeah. from the outside looking in the motivation of a person's heart. You don't know from the outside looking in if this is the thing that that made them mature and grow and say never again, right? Every Every recovering drug addict had a moment where they never took another hit of that drug. But mm-hmm. we don't know when and what and when that's going to happen. And so the, the, the three signs that I shared yesterday is, you know, naturally in a, any form of abuse, mental, physical, spiritual, sexual, um, psychological, emotional, any form of abuse, naturally, you're, it's done, it's over. Um, another sign that it's over is when he won't take responsibility for his actions. Right, he blames everything and everyone. Well, baby, if you had only cooked more, you know. Well, I didn't. I mean, she was coming on to me. What was I supposed to do? Or, you know, no. If he won't take responsibility for his actions, then that's a telltale sign. Uh, and then the third one is when he minimizes his actions, right? Or he minimizes the hurt that you have from his actions. Well, baby. You know, I love you. You you know, I'm here for you. I mean, I just slipped up this one time. That shouldn't end us. Or, baby, come on. You know you shouldn't be hurt. You're the one I love. I just, I just, you know, I just, she just did this with me. But I love, no, baby, why are you still hurt? It's been two months. I told you I'm over with that. If he's minimizing his actions or minimizing the impact or the hurt that you feel from his actions, that's another telltale sign that he has not matured to the point of responsibility. And what you don't take responsibility for, you don't, you don't change. You don't commit to the work that it takes to change. Because you can forgive in a moment, but forgiveness is over time. You can say I'm sorry in a moment, but really living a life of remorse happens over time. So if a person isn't willing to commit to the work, to make the decisions in the moment, regardless of the circumstances, regardless of the place they're in, regardless of the influences that are around them, if they're not going to make decisions that are healthy and not destructive to you, to them, to the children, to the family, to the relationship, then that's when you have your clear sign um, that the relationship is it's not over, it is on life support. All right, so I got to challenge you just a little bit on this, Shari, because I know you saw the movie Obsessed. I know you saw Idris Elba. This lady came on to him. You, you, you remember the movie, don't you? Mm-hmm, with Beyonce. He, could, he couldn't help it. Nothing happened. Oh, yeah, he could. Oh, you yeah, you lost your mind. Yeah, I was like, everybody... Wait yeah, everybody, yeah, that everybody had, unless, you know, for a, unless someone is held down and is violated in a way that is illegal, you have a decision. I don't care if a woman or a man strips butt naked in front of you and lays down there on the floor, you have a decision. That's what I mean when I said takes responsibility. You have a decision. And there's a decision that you have to make, and you have to make it in that moment. So everyone has the decision to make. He didn't do anything. 
What do you mean as far as? With the lady. I'm, like, I'm trying I mean, to get you know. Mm-hmm. Being tall, dark, and, and, and chocolate handsome, you know, those kinds of things happen to me all the time. And But, you know, I didn't do anything. That's not a good well, enough reason. You, you didn't stop them. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. You didn't stop them. Shut up. You didn't yeah. stop and them. In, and infidelity isn't always the, the physical act. So that's what I'm just saying. Infidelity is, yeah, infidelity is not always just the physical act. Any violation outside of that marriage or outside of that relationship is infidelity. Gotcha. I have a question. Hey, we got... I have a question. Oh, go I have a question before she um, gives. So as far as the age, so our general age on our show is 35 and older. Do you find that men that are 35 and older are still finding themselves in these type of circumstances with women? Well, I'll say I just, I don't deal in broad generics. Um, okay. Because for every, one, for every 100 men at 35 who doesn't, there's 100 men at 35 that do. You know, again, it boils more down to the, the work that that individual is make, doing, the decisions that individual is deciding. So I, it's not, Based on age, there's 25-year-old men who are mature and responsible and wise and committed and faithful. And there's 55-year-old men, they're still acting like they're 12. So it's not a number. Um, it is the level of maturity that you've chosen to reach at whatever age that is. So you hear that, um, Al Cougars? Al Cougars, you hear that? <laughs> you could get five years yourself. A 25-year-old who can act just as mature as a 35-year-old. All hope is not lost. Absolutely. There you go. Well, hey, my hey, my Sherry, husband is nine years younger than me. Oh, wow. All right. Is that cougar status, fam? Is that cougar status? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, okay. he was. He was <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, Sherry, before we go to a quick commercial break, I, I want to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself a little bit, talk about your book um, and, and Exponential Living, and just kind of tell our audience how they can connect with you really quick. Yes, so I, again, am Sherry Riley. I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I'm a daughter, and I'm an entrepreneur. And, oh, my God, we all know that is not easy. Uh, but I figured out how to make it simple through my nine principles of exponential living I serve as a life strategist, empowerment speaker who works with uh, busy, goal-oriented people like us, right, um, on how we stop spending 100% of our time on 10% of who we are. And that's the core message of my book, Exponential Living, same, same title, Stop Spending 100% of Your Time on 10% of Who You Are. And it focuses on the nine principles that empower us to live in peace, clarity, and courage. And what that boils down to is with our busy day, our responsibilities, all the struggles we have, transition, when we're really trying to continue through life's path, and we realize that money and access and relationships and titles will never fill the void that truly living a life of peace, and clarity and courage will feel. And then 
we're able to enjoy all of those external accolades that we've been worked so hard to achieve. So you can learn more about me at SherryRiley.com, S-H-E-R-I-R-I-L-E-Y. Um, that's also my Instagram, Sherry Riley. And then I would love for your audience to join me on a free uh, masterclass uh, that I'm offering January 15th. It's a free masterclass called Power Moves with Sherry Riley. And on that, um, in that masterclass, uh, we're really going to talk about the, the number one reason people get stuck and what we have to do to move from that place of just being stuck or being in a place where we really don't understand what our next moves are. Uh, and so to register for that, you just want to go to I Live in Power, iliveinpower.com. Good stuff. Well, hey, I know you got to run, but we thank you very, 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 very much for joining us, especially on short notice. Uh, hopefully, when time permits, we get to have you back on the show to share some more of that great wisdom. Oh, I would love that. And, and Pam, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm excited to meet you, Lawrence. I'm excited to meet you. I thought we would have some more fireworks, so I hope I hope that the information was so impactful that you guys are both sitting there just processing, right? <laughs> and and taking notes. Well, so but you can guarantee in. that I'm going to get him after you leave, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Good guys, stuff. It has been my pleasure. Lawrence, thank you so much, Pam. Both of you guys, I appreciate it, and I'm looking forward to us connecting again soon. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, folks, again, we celebrate uh, these moments that we've had tonight with uh, Miss Sherry Riley. I want to make sure I don't say that incorrectly. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, but really quickly, one of tonight's sponsors is Audible.com. They are a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. You can listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want, and you can get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com. Just make sure you use the backslash of M-W-H-Y-L-L-C. we got to take a commercial break, but we're going to come back with part two of Please Take Me Back. What's the only club for adults with impeccable taste? The Vine Wine Club, of course. For as low as $25 per month, you get two bottles of limited produced wines from all over the world, earn one complimentary wine class for every two months of membership, discounts on all online purchases, and access to member-only events. Put down the glass right now and sign up at www.thevinewineclub.com. Answer the survey that will be emailed to you and watch for the delivery truck. It's that simple. The Vine Wine Club, the best pours delivered to your door. The shops at the Renaissance are a grouping of offices tailored specifically to wedding vendors located in the historic Arts District of downtown Richmond. If you are looking for a true one-stop shop for your ceremony and reception location, then you will find all of our pro photographers, planners, florists, hair and makeup artists, lighting, invitation, DJ and entertainment services, and wine connoisseurs all in the same place. 
let us help you plan the event of your dreams. The shops at the Renaissance, where the best in event planning call their home. Are you depressed? Are you stuck in a rut? Do you need interpretations to your dreams? Do you need a word from God? Do you need help resolving spiritual issues? Prophet Yao Yerboa Safro has helped people from all walks of life and would love to help you too. Visit www.getconsul.net. That's www.getconsul.net. The Redemption Outcry International, where your spiritual needs are a priority. Welcome back to A Different Identity, Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and Pam. Excuse me, I'm all choked up. Uh, Tonight we are talking about Please Take Me Back, and it's basically talking about this whole Offset and Cardi B situation that has, uh, as I understand, taken the Internet by storm. You know what, Lawrence, you know what, one thing I want you to do before we get back into the conversation is share with everyone what the situation is for those who have not seen it so we can frame this conversation a little more. Got you, got you. So um, for those who have not or not aware of the situation, um, you know, Cardi B and Offset just had a baby. And so I guess due to some infidelity, Cardi B indicated that she was done with Offset. And during a live performance, he came on stage. He came with a cake. He came with his suit on and basically uh, saying, please, please take me back. You know, I made a mistake. I, whatever I did, I was wrong. Um, I just need you to believe and trust, um, and and just take me back. Um, what do you What do you think about that whole situation, Pam? Before we kind of jump back. In? You know what I really think is most interesting about it is the fact that the most of the banter that I saw on um, the internet was funny because most people said they really didn't care about them. And why did they not care about them in their scenario? Was because they said they haven't had enough time in as a couple. Yeah. In the and and to put so much emphasis on whether they get back together or not, nobody said they really cared. And I thought that was interesting. They haven't been together a very long time and have a lot of history, so it isn't like they are a Will and Jada or a. Um, Beyonce and Jay type situation. They are some mm-hmm. new kids on the block that broke up for a minute, and then he realized his uh, his uh, fortune was <laughs> getting away, and he decided to fix it. So, you know, it makes why does it require so much uh, play from 
the world about what's going on in that relationship. It's actually their situation. It's no different than what anybody else goes through. It's just that it was publicly done. Yeah. So, you know, some of the comments and some of the feedback that I heard Pam was like, oh, she's being too hard on them. Um, I didn't really hear about the people who said that they don't care. I mean, people had the opinions like, no, don't take them back. But then some people were saying because he went through so much that, that you know, and just like uh, Sherry mentioned, these grand gestures of having a cake and all of these different things, like to say, Listen, I'm embarrassing myself. I'm I'm out here on stage. I'm giving you this cake. I'm I'm out here in my favorite suit or your favorite suit just to let you know that I care. And you know, they said that Offset has a history of cheating. Um I'm I'm not, you know, I'm just going by what I heard um in reference to that situation. But but I guess Pam talk talk to us a little bit about that whole history. Uh, versus a first-time offender. You got an opinion know, I, on that? This is, this is, I do. I, you know, for me, and this is just a, I think that when it comes to relationships, I believe that um, infidelity is something that can be worked out if the two love one another enough. Mm-hmm. Um, if the two are really sold on, you know, I made an error, I made a mistake, I want to make this right. I'm not going to ever do it again. It was my first time. It was this, that, or the other, and I want to work it out. I think it can be worked out. But I think that when you get into repeat offender-type behaviors, nah, that's not worth your heartache. At that point, you're getting into a habit, and habits are heartbreaking, and Mm -hmm. nobody deserves habitual behavior becoming their norm. So, you know, for me, again, if it is a first-time offender, okay, let's talk about it. Let's get some counseling. Let's try to work through this. But when it gets into behaviors that are that happen over and over and over, no, you don't love me. You don't want this to work. You want some whole other stuff, so I'm going to let you go on out there and be on that stuff. Oh, my. So and so, let me ask this question, because Sherry kind of mentioned it during her uh, presentation where she talked about family history. And, and so not just family history, um, but let's, let's even talk about influence, like your artist. You know, you I thought out. that was interesting, too. I thought that was interesting of what she said about that, because I never thought of it. You don't think about it positively spinning to be a negative. So, mm-hmm. for example... You know, a child, a young lady coming from a two-parent household, and her mother is teaching her to be a wife in all her actions of growing up, mm-hmm. unknowingly. Mm-hmm. But the father, on the other hand, is teaching her to want a career and not do everything for a man unknowingly. Yeah. And I thought that that was very interesting that been on that because we don't think of it like that. We think of it that a daddy is raising his daughter to make sure she chooses a man like her father that will treat her like her father has treated her, not that a father is raising his daughter to be independent, make her own money, and not depend on a man. could be vice versa, too. 
from a from a mom sure. who's been in a bad situation or a dad who's been in a bad situation and say, look, I need you to be able to take care of yourself. I, I don't need you leaning and depending on no man to do it. Like, I think that that particular comment, I think, can go both ways. Like, I, you know, it is interesting and an interesting perspective. Don't get me wrong, but I think that that could go either way. But let's let's talk about the influence part a little bit. I'm out on the road. I'm with my boys. I'm with my crew. You know, I see something that I like. You know, my you know, but I I got you know wifey at home or you know bay at home and and you know you you know that that's a mess. You know, anytime a grown up is that influenced by uh, whether it is same sex saying you know whether it is the boys or the girl saying, he ain't here, or she ain't here, just go on and do what you got to do. You got to stay maintained. Or um, women knowing that that person is connected and has a wife and a family, and you still pushing up on thinking you can do better than what he has at or she has at home, it's just as bad. That's a mess that as we get older, you would think that they would get better with it and stop it. But the, it, the main thing that sticks with me most of the time is that when people say it, and it's crazy, it has no age on it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So at any age, you can be influenced to do the wrong thing. That's sickening. But let me and let me say this, and again, this is just a thought. This is, this doesn't have anything to do with my opinion, but just a thought, like. For some people, it could be this is how I recover. This is how I get myself back. And let me and let me say this. Let me preface it by saying this. And and I've mentioned it before on the show. When you watch catfish, right? And generally, mm-hmm. after the person's been found out, they have this meeting. These people get together. They ask the person why. It's almost every single time that I watch these episodes, people say, for just a moment, I wanted to be somebody else. I, I didn't want to be me. I wasn't happy. I wasn't satisfied with how I show up or what I look like or how I appear to other people. So now I take this opportunity to be something that I've never been. And so whether that means to, there's a, you know, there's a psychology that's crazy, there, though, But that's crazy. You know, I've I've seen Catfish, and I know what you're referring to. I've seen it as well, where most of the people uh, do what they do because they either just have something mental going on or, truly, in fact, they wish they were someone else for the moment. That's sickening because that means you take no type of consideration for the person that that you're doing this trick on. You don't care about that person. You are only concerned about your own selfish satisfaction at the moment. And, and really, and that, that statement is probably true for anybody that cheats. You're only considering your own selfish satisfaction at that moment. You very well could be correct. Hey, folks, really quickly, if you have a question or you have a comment, you want to participate into tonight's conversation, you know the number, 646 652 
one two. Just press the number one. Let our engineer know uh, that you are on the line and you want to join tonight's conversation. I definitely want to uh, open up uh, the lines to see if there's anybody out there who has questions or comments or, again, just an experience that they want to share. But, but Pam, I definitely think that you're absolutely right. And, and so the reason why I said it's a psychology to it, because it's like escaping. And so, you know, you have people who turn to drugs, you have people who turn to alcohol, but then you have these people who just say, I just want to be somebody else for a moment. I just want to do something. And, and, and so here's the psychology part is to make me feel better. And so maybe it's not, and, and again, I'm, I'm referencing the show, they're saying, I, I didn't mean to hurt this person. I didn't mean to do all of these things. That's why I'm here. But it happened. But you know what, in some of those cases, but you know what, Lawrence, in some of those cases, they do um, want to harm the person, or they don't even consider it at all. So it's either one or the other extreme. It's either one or the other extreme. Because in some of the cases, the one catfish, they know whom they're catfishing, and -hmm. they're trying to fulfill a vendetta against that person. But in other cases, they're just trying to live out a quote-unquote fantasy in their mind of someone they could be and how it would be if they were them. But the mm-hmm. interesting thing about that to me, which makes it psychotic feelings for the person oh, yeah. as an imposter. So even mm-hmm. in their imposter state, they're, they're getting feelings for someone who doesn't even know who they really are. Okay. And that's crazy. Oh, and that's the same thing with cheating. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Hold, 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 that, hold that thought. Hold that thought really, really quickly. Listen, folks, if you are a student or entry-level professional in the publication industry looking to gain skills or utilize your skills in managing and creating a digital magazine, over the summer we had the pleasure of working with interns to run and manage our digital publication, and we definitely want to continue that with you. Please feel free to contact us if you're interested in learning how to maintain and or run an online publication and other interesting intern positions. You can go to uh, MWHY Radio. The information is located all over the page. Again, MWHYRadio.com. Uh, the information is located there. Folks, we're going to go to a quick commercial break, get back on track here. Um, again, if you have any questions or comments, you know what to do. Give us a shout. We'll be back after this. In a fast-paced world, getting your message heard everywhere can still be a challenge if you're not connecting to your target audience. Allow MWHY Radio to assist you in getting your message heard on social media, video, digital magazines, on apps, and on our broadcast networks. MWHY Radio's broadcast listeners tune in online through 10 terrestrial stations on iHeartRadio and during live events. Visit our Fiverr page for special offers throughout the summer to assist you in jumpstarting your advertising needs. That's www.fiverr.com forward slash MWHY Radio. F-I-V-E-R-R dot com forward slash MWHY Radio. Debonair Entertainment is your full-service entertainment company. We feature bands, DJs, classical ensembles, and more. 
Whether you're planning your wedding, company, event, mitzvah, or birthday celebration, Debonair Entertainment has the perfect act for you. We also offer photo booth rentals to accent your event. Call us today at 804-690-7682 or contact us on the web at debonairentertainmentinc.com. Debonair Entertainment, your party starts here. Brought to you by on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on May We Help You Radio Network. So on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio. On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network, the network that helps you. Folks, welcome back to a different identity up close and personal with Lawrence and Pam. Tonight we are talking about please, please take me back. For those who missed our first segment, we were joined by Miss Sherry Riley. Definitely dropped some golden, golden nuggets um, on us tonight. Um, Pam, you you, you want to continue? How do you want to go from here? Because, you know, I really wanted to kind of touch on that whole um, uh, catfish thing, but, you know, I don't know if we need to kind of move in a different direction to, to talk about please take me back. Oh, well, so so here's my thought on, on that. Like, I think escaping in a moment, and just like you said, um, in reference to somebody who is, 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 you know, doing some things that are not – uh, healthy to the relationship is just kind of Sherry address when she talked about violating. And so even with cheating, um, even with someone being catfish, it's like a violation. And, and, and sometimes, you know, like I watch the show and I see people say, you know, like, please forgive me. And, you know, I didn't mean to hurt you. I was just, I was going through something or I was dealing with something or, you know, I just wanted to be somebody else for just another moment. It, it is it more, of a self-esteem thing outside of the family history, outside of, you know, this is what I want. Because I, I think in a moment, um, is attention what I want? I don't think it's any of those things. I think it is selfishness all of a sudden. I believe that all of a sudden they feel like they're deserving of something. And for the moment, the person who is um, is the object of it can fulfill that something that they're lacking. Mm-hmm. So in some cases, for example, 
let's say just the, the example of cheating, you know, maybe all of a sudden you're not, get, you're not spending and you're not home as much. You're at work. You're at work more. So the opportunity arises for you to be around some different women more. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden you're not seeing your wife as much, so you decide to be attracted to who's there. And who's there? These different women. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden the conversation starts and then the little play talking, and the next thing you know, you're intertwined into something that – as a direct result of something lacking. And the lacking is I'm not at home as much. By the time I get home, my wife is in, and she's getting her rest, and I'm not getting the attention from her. And I need that female attention some kind of way because I, I'm used to getting it, and now since I can't get it from my wife, but there's another attractive woman that's giving right. me attention, then I'll just get it right here. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's good because I, I, even um, during Shirley, I'm Shirley, why well, I keep thinking that, during Shirley's presentation, remember she talked about her girlfriend of saying, this is 100% of what I need. And so right. what, what I gather from that particular comment is making sure that not only it's communicated, but it's clear to your other person, to your other party, your significant other, this is all of the other things I can I can deal with, but a hundred percent I need this, and so that was my one of my biggest takeaways of making sure that we are communicating to the other person that this is what I need, so that in the event I won't have to worry about if you're in the presence of another woman, you're looking for attention because you're not getting attention from me when that hasn't been communicated. You follow what I'm saying? Exactly. So that's right. That's why it's important for people that are in relationships, marriages, to be clear in their needs. It's nothing wrong when when you people are so afraid to talk to their mate, and I never will get get that. When you've decided to be one with someone, it should be nothing that you can leave about. And communicating what you definitely need is something you should be able to communicate about. You should Mm -hmm. not sit there and suffer in silence because that is how problems arise. Mm -hmm. And those problems arise, and next thing you know, they've become monumental, and not only do you have a freaking problem, but you got a freaking disaster on your hands. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of funny because what I thought about in that moment and even thinking about this is this is what I need, and we talked about it before, was Diddy's statement like 75% of the time you're going to get me, I'm going to be all in, I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that. But this other 25% of the time I might be a little wild, I might be a little reckless, I might not fully be present. And so – at least he was he knows himself because again that was that was one of the things that Sherry talked about was again knowing who you are and being confident in that and 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 you know like a lot of people criticized him for saying that, but it was his truth, like he's saying you will get seventy five percent the other time you're gonna get fully me now again, I'm not celebrating that moment, nor am I saying that um that's the right thing to do, but what I'm saying is as far as the communication uh was concerned in that particular moment, he said he here is me here's here's who I am true 
and it's and okay. it's, it's very important. It's very important that it's nothing else that people get. We want you to get the points that stand out. And for some, it may be the point that you need to communicate. And for others, it may be that you can live in your own reality and not be judged by how you want to live out your time of not dating. Because that was important, too. Yeah, yeah. What are you doing you, during the time that you're not dating? Absolutely. And and the, and the last thing I, I wanted to bring up is, and, and get another point that Sherry made when she said, a reacting your own voice, and that again, a, a really, really solid point. Because I think in in moments like these, where you you feel violated in a relationship, or there's something that's not uh, continuously healthy in a relationship, we seek the counsel of people, and and not to say that it's not good to go to somebody and talk, but just be careful about what you take in, and and I say that really because the 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 journey is about gaining wisdom. Uh-huh. And and again, you can take that one bad moment or that one unhealthy moment and go and do something crazy because somebody said or go do something out of character. Let me let me say it like that. Going to do something out of character that puts you in a worse light now. So really understanding how to react in your own voice. And then I guess my last thought is you don't have to live out how someone else does. Yeah. Be honest. Be honest. If you truly want a relationship, say my goal is to be in a loving relationship. Even though I am a career-oriented woman, I still want to be loved by a man and be in a loving relationship. There is nothing wrong with that. That interdependent. Oh, that's going to be my new vocabulary word for a while. <laughs> because women need to understand that you can have both worlds, and it's okay. Yeah. This is good stuff, Pam. We've had a so, really interesting, yeah, productive oh, yeah. conversation. Yeah, I had, I had I'm like out. scared oh, of my you, gosh. man. Woo! 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 this is kind of sick. And we oh, thought we were ending the show on agreement. Oh, mm. my gosh. So well, I listen, guess, Lord, folks, with that being said, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> when you we know are out better, of time. <laughs> but never out better. of things to talk about. It. Come back and see us next week. Same time, same place on a different identity. Everybody Good have night. a great holiday season. Good yeah, night. Good night. Christmas. Happy New Year.